0: On this third Wednesday of Lent, let us pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfil. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. This is the Gospel of the Lord. If we knew what we miss when our relationship with God is based on trading, I think we would be frightened. All commerce is based on a transaction where you give something to receive something else in return. This is basic, there's no need to explain much. If Jesus drove the sellers out of the temple, it was not only because he had something against them, but also because he was against those who bought animals to give an offering to God. That's the point. We don't have to give things to God, we have to give of ourselves. Our Father is not so much interested in what we give him, but in why we give it. We can give him all our goods, we can give him all our time, but if we don't give him our heart freely, without expecting something in return, like he does with us, deep down we aren't giving him anything. That is why Jesus is outraged with the religious commerce in the temple of our heart. What did they teach us as children? What do they still teach us today? I believe that Jesus makes a whip to drive the sellers out of our hearts far more often than we can imagine. We shouldn't judge each other. Instead, we must admit that many times we stand before God as simple merchants and we don't realise it. Even in the church, at times we approach faith as a bring-and-buy or a give-and-you-shall-receive transaction. And that's when we impoverish our faith and when we empty it of its true content, of its deep essence, of the gratuitous love of God that can neither be bought nor sold. There are gifts from God that are absolutely free of charge and that we sometimes fail to recognise and value. Do you know which they are? The Commandments. How come? The Commandments? Yes, God's Commandments have always been a gift, a guide. Everything that we have been taught that makes us stray from them is an error, a deviation. The commandments are a gift from God for our life. They are a beacon light to our lives, to me, to you, and to your children. This is how they should be taught. If at some point in our life of faith we were under the illusion that Jesus came to earth to free us from the need to live the commandments, today, glimpses of the gospel comes up with a groundbreaking scheme. Do not think that I have come to abolish the Law or the Prophets, I have come not to abolish but to fulfil. Don't think that! Don't think it's that easy! Don't be extremists, don't go to extremes! On the contrary, Jesus didn't come to discard us, but to teach us how to measure our behaviour by God's standard, how to live the Law. In reality, Jesus, as the Son of the Father, came to free us from the slavery of obeying only the letter of the Law. From the slavery of a mere compliance with the law that is separated from god's love that is empty of love that seeks to ease guilt that doesn't look at the heart of god but at one's own heart he came to free us from a trading relationship with god if these words of jesus appear in the gospel itself it means that in the face of the novelty there's always a danger of wanting to discard the old as if it had been overcome this is the greatest temptation to go to extremes, either to comply with the law but without putting your heart into what you do, or not to comply with it at all. It would be better if we fulfilled God's commandments out of love. The commandments, the law of God in the Old Testament, is not to be discarded but to be lived and completed as Jesus teaches us. To synthesise this whole idea, St Paul tells us, love is the fulfilment of the law. If we don't add the salt of love to our works, we are nothing, we aren't Christians. We are merely complying with the law. If we fail to fulfil the commandments and boast about the excuse of love, we aren't really loving. Salt gives flavour but quickly vanishes into the food, it can't be seen. Our love for the Father must be the salt hidden in our works, in our way of being, in our status of children of God. The love for the Father gives meaning to living his commandments. The challenge of our life is to free ourselves from living a relationship with God that is based on fear, on complying with the law for the sake of complying, on complying because I was told to do so, on complying because it's convenient for me, on complying because I'll be better, or on complying to stay calm. At the same time we must correct ourselves if we think that freeing ourselves means not listening to the commandments or discarding them as if they were old-fashioned rules that need to be changed or updated. Both extremes are wrong, they are deceitful and they end up meeting at some point. Today let us ask Jesus, the Son who teaches us to live as free children, that genuine love may drive us not to throw the commandments overboard believing that they have gone out of fashion. And at the same time, let us ask him to help us understand that we must live beyond them, that love must govern our lives, true love, that by adding the salt of love to our works, we gain full freedom. Let us ask the Lord to give us his water that quenches the thirst in our hearts. May we have a good day and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.